Hi guys, how's everybody doing? Today we have a special edition talking about our own domestic league. So it's been an exciting season, 2014-15 Persian Golf Pro League with only two weeks left. There are a lot to fight for at both ends of the table with so much that has happened throughout the season. We'll try to analyze this campaign in the next hour or so. So today we're joined by our two regular panels, Pejman Pars and Sinai Saimian. How you guys doing? I'm Hi guys. Good to speak to you. Thank you. So the first topic we want to talk about is Paris Police. So we've seen they've had an atrocious season, and um, the one today a lot of Paris Police fans want to forget about. Um, they've been finishing runners up last season. Uh, three manager problems that they have to switch on and off, and many problems on end of the pitch. So it's been a frustrating uh, season overall for them. So my first question to you guys is, what's gone wrong for Paris Police, and whose fault is it? Is it the management, the staff, the players? I mean. Just give me a brief overview of what you guys think is the main problem right now happening to this team. Um, Sina, I'm going to start off with you. Yeah, as you said, it's been a, a very uh, frustrating season for, for everyone with, uh, with Pers Police. They uh, finished runners-up last season and uh, with Ali Dai in charge, they had a great team. I mean, one of the reasons why they did uh, finish um, that position last season was, was their defence with uh, back five, including the goalkeeper of Nilsson in goal and Hosseini Mahini, uh, Jalal Hosseini, Mostela Bengar and Mehdi Pouladi, they had a very strong defence. But uh, if you compare that to this season, um, four out of that five have left. Nelson is, has been replaced by Sosha Marconi, who has been uh, below par, to say the least, this season. Um, Mahini couldn't had to go to Malaban on loan because of uh, military service issues. Was kind of replaced by Khanzade, and then in January, um, a player named Babakar Hatami came from Saipa. And Jarrell Hosseini, you know, he's, we know what a great player he is. We've watched him for many years at Tim Ali, and he's pretty much irreplaceable. And um, Puladi, uh, you know, Puladi left for the same reason as well, for military service issues, and now he plays for in Qatar. And defensively, they've been all over the place. They've conceded a lot of goals, a lot of individual mistakes at the back. Uh, the goalkeeper alone, Sosha Marconi, I think he scored like three, four on goals this season. So uh, it's been it's been a season to forget. And since Dai left four or five games uh, into the season, they appointed Hamid Al Akshan against uh, what the fans demanded, and um, he he didn't do well as expected. And uh, he was sacked over a month ago, and uh, former team Ali manager Branko Ivankovic came in, and he after after four or five games, he just about won his first game last week. Um, so you know it's been a it's been a turbulent season, and uh, there's been a lot of change in the club, in the top of the uh, club pyramid as well, with so many chairmen changing. I think they've had two or three chairmen as well. So uh, you know it's been it's been change, chopping and changing all over the club, and. Uh, I think a lot of stability, in, you know, in all over the all over the club is needed, whether it's on the pitch or off the pitch. Pejron? Yeah, uh, great stuff by Sino. I agree with him. And uh, as he said, I think the structural problem with with Iranian football is visualized by how Paris Police is run. Um, uh, how the mismanagement in the club is is so open and so uh, easy for everybody to see even if you're not uh, uh, into football you can see that it's, it's something that's not right in 
Paris Police and also Estelal. Basically, it's two big teams that you, you don't really know who to turn to when you want to talk about who the owner is and who is allowed to do what. And uh, we saw that when Ali uh, left, uh, two guys both claimed that they had uh, more or less ownership of Paris Police. Say one guy wanted wanted to sack Doi and the other guy said, you, you can't do it without me allowing you that. Uh, it's, it's been a farce, basically. Uh, and that's, uh, that's something that every Paris Police manager will have to deal with as long as uh, we don't get a real structural change in Iranian football, starting with the big teams such as Paris Police and uh, so I think it was also uh, wrong to sack Doi uh, because it was maybe too, too short into the season and uh, not uh, a decision that it, it was a decision that wasn't really uh, uh, allowed by everyone in the club and that's also something that's weird uh, in my eyes and Delakshan made a poor uh, short season that he was there and uh, Ivankovic I can't see him staying for over the next season as well unless Paris Police uh, do as they always do the sack managers and don't uh, pay them their uh, salaries Thank you So the next topic point we want to talk about is SLA, another big giant in Tehran which they've had a fair TV, you know, decent start to the season but now it seems like with the lack of form, they even might miss out on the title, which will happen most likely, and the fourth place in order to secure the ACL spot. So, Sina, coming off with you, do you think they have underachieved? Um, I would say so. I think at the beginning of the season, uh, after uh, Estelar missed out on the Champions League spot last season, uh, there was a lot of expectations to, to bounce back from that. And, uh, Balenoy, of course, being one of the most successful managers in uh, in domestic uh, Iranian football, um, there was a lot expected from him. And they were in the title race until four or five weeks ago when results started going against them and uh, they are completely out of the title race uh, now when uh, they are a very long way up uh, Champions League spot. So they have a lot to do. Um, again, there's, been, there's even more criticism, criticism for Galinoy now, um, mostly because of the way treated the players, the fans criticising for the way he, he dealt with the um, departure of uh, Mehdi Rahmati in the summer, mm -hmm. um, and as we know, Andranik left uh, in the January transfer window too, and uh, he currently plays for Tartar Sazi. So, it's been a, again, not similar to, to Paris Police in terms of results, but uh, they, they haven't achieved. I think uh, a lot of the fans will tell you they, they expected the team to at least uh, challenge for the uh, for the title until the last week, considering the team that they have. I mean, a lot of their players are uh, current internationals and uh, they haven't been performing at all. I mean, Sadri and Bekzad main defence, uh, Haydari to, to, to a certain extent, they haven't really been showing the form that they showed uh, for the uh, for the Iranian national team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Pejuan, you know, seeing a pinpointed by the criticisms of Balinoy and stuff, and his job security is probably on the line now, and he might even potentially get sacked with the thing, the way things are going. Um, what do you see about the criticism towards the coaching staff? Should Galinoy be worried about his job? Uh, I think if Galinoy will stay in uh, Esterlal, as Sino said, it was only four or five weeks ago that 
استقلال start to get bad results. Uh, until then, they were a serious candidate for for the title. Um, although it shows that it shows some weakness uh, when it's really up to uh, up to game and when you're really supposed to, to get results, they didn't manage to get that. Uh, but Galway is استقلال in uh, some sense, and uh, it's hard. Uh, I can't see how استقلال will replace him with somebody who is better than him uh, in what he does. Uh, he has a lot of natural team players, a lot of old players though, and we saw that they bought in Enoyati. I don't know how old he is, uh, old enough uh, to, to show that this team uh, mainly relies on experience of, uh, of these natural team players. They are really good, but Let's face it; they're old enough, and they're, they're too old uh, to uh, make this make Estelar a a threat for the next season. Uh, hopefully, Kalenoi uh, will reckon that and know that he have to make some big changes. Uh, hopefully, not only Kalenoi but uh, the club managers, uh, the club owners, uh, will figure that out. You know, I have a personal question because you know when we speak to you know regular people, Iranians that who don't watch the domestic league regularly, the first thing that comes into their head is Paris Police and Esteghlal. However, that isn't the case anymore, as we see. We see now how Naft and Trackdoor, Sazi and Sepan are the new kids on the block, and they're all challenging for the title. So my question to you guys is that what does that entail for Paris Police and Esteghlal? You know, because of their massive decline, does that mean that? You know, now the new big dogs are coming into town and we shouldn't be talking about them like we used to? Or what is it about? Sina? Well, uh, first of all, I don't think Sapan is a, is a new kid on the block, if you, if you want to put it that way. They've won the title for many times in the last decade or so. So they're, they're one of the giants. Um, but in terms of Esalon Persbolis, uh, they will always be the two biggest clubs in terms of Uh, support in Iran and mm-hmm. uh, players, young players will always grow up uh, to, to, to play for them. So in that sense, I don't think it will change. But in terms of uh, challenging for trophies, of course, I mean, Fulad won the league last season and they've been very dominant in the last couple of years. And as I said, Sepahan's been there as well. With the introduction of Trotter Sazi and, and Nafti, the job is going to, going to get harder for them. But uh, I still expect him to, with a bit of stability in uh, in the in the structure of the club, uh, they should be challenging easily for for trophies. And uh, I do expect them to come back. I mean, Persbolis went through a tough time in the last three years, but then again, they finished runners up last season, and Estelal won the league a couple of years ago as well. So, um, I mean, they even reached the uh, the Champions League semi final. So, um, I don't I don't think we can fully write them off. But as you said, they are now you've got of a decline, and they need to sort their problems out sooner rather than later. Pejman. Uh, well, for me, being interested in like uh, history and social studies, uh, you, you can look at this in a, in another way. The reason why Persepolis and Estatlal are so big, um, uh, I'm not going going to any any politics and so, but uh, these two teams have been. Uh, Yeah, a part of the nationalization or you know, getting the national identity of uh, the Iranian uh, people, maybe the Iranian uh, football fans, which is basically when it was at the biggest, at its highest, it was everybody, no matter if you were a 
I was young, grandma, grandpa, you know, young kid, you, you supported one of those teams. And it, it, it's a way to to um, make sure that you know what people are are up to. And also we have a we had a really big uh, Tehran focus in in the Iranian uh, uh, history the, the last uh, maybe at least a uh, hundred years, making it that everything that comes from the capital of Iran is is uh, something to watch extra, and that's why teams such as Teraktor Sazi uh, are really uh, patriotic about their club uh, because they feel that they. They don't get the attention that they deserve. Uh, such teams also as, as Fulad being a, a, a strong voice for Khulistan, such as Salat and Afta Abadan. Uh, there are a lot of teams from other cities than, than uh, Tehran that we only recently in media, recently I'm, I'm talking about maybe 10, 15 years, uh, so it's not that reason, uh, recently. Uh, we've seen that they actually do have big amount of fans in those series, but the, the Tehran focus have made Paris Police Esterlal bigger clubs than they what, what they are uh, when we talk about being football teams, because none of them, as we say, are are fighting for the first spots. So now talking about Traktor Sazi, Naf and Sepon, we know these three big clubs now are challenging for the title. And Tractor is right now at 54 points, Naf the second with goal difference, and Sepon is only one point away from them. But now, before we get into talking about each team individually, I want to first touch on Naf. So we see that Ali Reza Mansouri has Naf led the title hunt for most of the season. So coming to you, Sina, what do you think about the, the team considering that they lost the league on the final day of the season? Can they retain their title back? Um, I think this current Naf side is a, is a production of... Um, years of uh, stability at the club, which we have been talking about in the last half 10 minutes. Um, some of the uh, the best managers in, in Iran right now have worked in Nath Tehran in the last three to four seasons. And we were talking about Hussein Afaraki, Yagor Mohammadi, uh, Mansur Ibrahim, to a certain, certain extent, and now Ali Razaman Suryan. They have a, a very good structure at the football club and um, they have a very good young team as well. Um, so I think if you consider everything that's taken place this season, maybe they do deserve it for the for the football that they've played, and um, and considering um, how close they were to the title last season, I mean they were top of the league going into the final day of the of the season, but, but uh, they lost out. Uh, I think they lost to Sepahan in the final game, and uh, they finished third. So I think that, that, that that's made them even hungrier for the title. And uh, again, considering the players that they have, I mean, you look at Ali Reza Bayron Band in goal, uh, Ali Reza Zati in, uh, uh, in midfield, who's been, a, who's been a fantastic player in the season. He's been one of the more consistent players. And then Nikoma forward, the last one, Ibrahim, Daniri, Imanomov Ali, who is, I think, the top assister in the league. And uh, uh, these are players that um, some of them have experience of, of uh, winning the league and uh, playing for the Iranian national team. And uh, you have uh, young players such as Motahari and uh, Bayron Band, as I said, and a couple of other names. Uh, so there's a, there's a good mix in there. And I think um, they probably do deserve overall 
but uh, it's only the results that matter. And, uh, they need to uh, need to get those results in the coming weeks. And they play Tartarossi in the very final game of the season in Tabriz, and that is pretty much uh, a cup final. Uh, whoever wins that game uh, will be crowned champion. So I'm, I'm really for- looking forward to that game. Pedro, thoughts on that? Uh, no, I think yes, you know, uh, did a great job there, and uh, let's also congratulate them uh, for uh, getting through to the next round of the Champions League. Uh, they just uh, became second in their group uh, after two wins, two draws, and two defeats uh, in a uh, in a tough group. Not impossible, but for for enough and not having that experience, tough enough. Uh, so now they they can uh, look forward for uh, to uh, more international experience in Asia, which is uh, really important when you're a club that wants to uh, uh, get good players and uh, work for uh, long stability. And the second point we want to talk about is Traktor Sazi. They topped the league before the winter break, but they fired their manager, Rasul Fatibi, and they brought back their uh, former manager, Tony Oliver, which is considered a big, big hero for Traktor Sazi. Was it a wise decision, Pejmoy? Uh, well, since they can win the league, yeah, you can't say that it wasn't a bad decision. Uh, but for me, it was a strange decision. Um, Khatibi had done... Good, not maybe super great, but good enough to to stay uh, at his uh, job. Uh, so for me, I don't know what the main reason was for not letting TV continue. Uh, was it that they were afraid that he wouldn't uh, be able to to step up his game when the hard games came, uh, or was it that uh, uh, the opportunity to get Tony back was? Uh, was more important than letting Khatibi stay. Uh, or maybe that they had some deal that uh, he could be the assistant of, of a Tony. And I, I don't see that happening, that uh, you, you be, you, you're a good coach and you're supposed to be an assistant coach. Or you're a coach with getting good results and now you're supposed to be an assistant coach. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's a good decision. I think it was a... Odd decision. Uh, I would rather see Khatibi getting that experience as a coach. Uh, but Tony is is a is a teractor, a public hero, and also a guy that knows Iranian football and knows teractor. So he can very well be their superhero and get them the the goal that they so long have waited for. So, you know, what would you say would make him deserve the title? First of all, I think, uh, as, as uh, Pejman said, it was a, well, a decision. I think the, the worthy decision was to let him go in the summer when he had just won the uh, the uh, Hasbi Cup, you know, the Iranian FA Cup with Toronto. I'm talking about Tony Oliveira, who was there last season. He won them the Cup, but he left uh, in the summer and uh, Hatice came in and he did a good job. But uh, just after the winter break, they I think they went on a four-games winless run and they, they went down to fifth, and that really made them panic, thinking, well, you know, we you know, we finished top of the league just before the winter break, and uh, this is not what we wanted, and uh, they made the, uh, the decision to sack him and uh, bring in Tony. If they win the league, then very likely their decision has, has been justified. But um, in terms of what makes them deserve the title, well, Tokyo Sazi are one of the, the most supportive clubs in Iran, uh, outside of the two. Tehran clubs, uh, 
we see them getting uh, more than 70,000 people at the uh, Yadigar Imam Stadium in Tabriz when they play the, the, the big boys of the week, if you like. And for me, they've been a bit of um, sleeping giants in our football. They've spent a lot of their times in in the uh, the lower divisions, and now that they they are one of the top teams, I I think uh, they do kind of deserve to win the league. And you, you look at the players. Um, of course, you have now Andrani Temurian, who's been a big asset to them since since he he moved. Uh, he's been in the four or five or six in the last five or six games from his throw-ins and corner kicks. Um, the top goal scorer in the league, Adinho, uh, plays for them. He's, he's a fantastic. Lovely to watch his movement. Um, he's great, and uh, you know they, they have a solid back four as well. In Fala uh, de uh, Shafi, Habib Gordani, uh, there's a new Brazilian defender, Celio dos Santos, who, who's done great as well. And they have a, a few good young players as well. Shahin Sahib, he's one that plays for Europe here on the 23s. Um, so yeah, they, they do have the right mix in there as well. But uh, listen, they've, they've been top of the league in the last two or three weeks, and. I think when you go into the final two two games, leading the leading the league and being top of the table, uh, you should be very disappointed not to finish as uh, as champions. Naft will tell you that one. Uh, so it's really important to to keep up the same form and and, uh, and wrap up the league and, and take the title to to Tabriz. Before we talk, before we move on and talk about uh, Sepan, we have a question sent in from Abai underscore Anzali, and the question he asks is. Your opinion about why Traktor plus Nav played without best players last ACL at home when both had good chances for winning playoff. So coming back to you, Cena, what um, what would you say? Well, I think um, Traktor have been a real disappointment in the Champions League in the last uh, few seasons. I mean, this is the third uh, consecutive season in the Champions League and uh, they are yet to win an away game. So I think that is... Uh, for me, that's shocking to be honest because they keep getting uh, knocked out in the group stages and that affects uh, the coefficients of, of the Champions League which in the long term can reduce uh, the, uh, the representatives that we have in the Champions League to 3 from 4 so um, again in, for the last uh, match day they were kind of already knocked out uh, and the fact that the, t- the uh, league t- um, the title hunt is so close and so tight I think um, uh, Tony kind of prioritised the league over the Champions League and uh, maybe rightly so um, it, it paid dividends on top of the league as for Naft I think at, at that moment of time uh, they were uh, they were dropping points here and there and that's when they, they lost the, um, um, the the first spot in the league so uh, he must have, so Mansouria must have thought to himself I can't really afford to, to drop any more points in the league because of the Champions League so I have to rest some of the players and and, uh, and you know try and win the game in, with my uh, second string team. And Naft also have one of the smallest squads out of the top five. Uh, a lot of their um, substitutes are under 20, 23 players and they're really inexperienced. So uh, I think he he got to a point where he had to uh, change his first eleven. Otherwise, the the title challenge would have been affected even more. Now we're gonna go talk about Sepan, and they slowly have crawled back into getting um, in top three. And you saw, we saw Hossein Faraki replacing Kranjkar mid-season has galvanized the team in recent weeks, and they could very well up end up as champions by the looks of things. So coming off to you, Pejman, how would you describe their season so far, and do you think they could 
come and win the title. Yeah, I, I do believe that they can win the title. And also another strange decision by a coach, uh, this time not uh, getting fired, but leaving himself. Uh, we still haven't heard any official explanation or any the, the truth, so to speak, uh, of why Kranchar left Sepahan. Uh, he had gotten some good results and was among many teams in the Iranian uh, uh, top flights that uh, was a contender for the first spots. Yeah, and he is also uh, well respected among the players and among the fans. He's been in Iran uh, uh, long enough to know the game, so to speak. Uh, so Kranchka left uh, what was a uh, was a huge blow. So I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, Faraki. Although I respect Faraki, I think he's a good coach. I respect that uh, he's gotten uh, results good enough to take them all the way into the. The, the, the title race and, and let's not forget in my opinion I think Sepahan have uh, one of the strongest squads uh, in the entire uh, IPL uh, they have uh, two goalkeepers who, who both had experience for the national team Shabu Gordon and Rahman Ahmadi they brought in Vuryo Kafuri who uh, was done good at the national level and if I'm not mistaken he was playing enough before right you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so uh, Naft lost both Purari Ganji and Kafuri and still have managed to get some results. So all respect to them. But Kafuri, Ehsana Hajsafi, uh, Ali Karimi, not not the original, so to speak, but the younger version, uh, and and uh, Luciano Pereira, Hadi Aghili. This is all Mamreza uh, Khalatbari. Uh, this is all game-changing players, and uh, when they play with their strongest squad, it's, in my opinion, the strongest uh, uh, eleven you can have in the Iranian National uh, in the Iranian uh, uh, Pro League. Uh, so, and Faraki have managed to somehow get results when other teams have failed. Fulad Khuzestan and Estegar Tehran, they were two major contenders just a couple of weeks ago, but both have failed to get results, while, while Sepahan have you know, uh, been, been just behind them and struck like a cobra when it's uh, when it's, uh, had the opportunity. And now, all of a sudden, Sepahan can very well win the game, uh, especially since uh, Naft and Teraktor are playing the last game um, against each other. So a draw there would be perfect for Sepahan uh, to to snatch the title away from these two major uh, contenders that have been along all the season. So, you know, what would you say they're the key points that got Sepahan returning to the top of the table? Well, I think their return to the top has been uh, kind of under the radar. No one expected them to, to get back in it. I mean, uh, over a month ago, maybe two months ago, there was a cause from the stands, from the fans for Faraki to be sacked because of uh, some poor results. But he turned it around and um, I think I certainly put that down to the change of tactics and the way they play. Uh, I mean, if you've watched several hundred last few weeks, uh, you don't say this often uh, about um, Iranian clubs, but they've been a pleasure to watch. The, the front four of uh, Muharram and Avitkiyo, who's crucial to this team. You know, he's been... Uh, out with injuries throughout his career, uh, but 
the last few months he's managed to stay fit and, and play regularly and he's been a key. Him in midfield and then you have a, a combination of Khaled Bari, Mehdi Sharifi and Luciano Pereira playing further forward and uh, they, they just, I don't think there is any defence in the league who, who can really stop them. Uh, flute, there's always movement uh, with then you you have Nabil Kiyot and sometimes Ali Karimi behind them who can pick a pass. Uh, so it's been great. Um, I think that's one of the main reasons why uh, they are where they are. And, uh, I think they have one of the uh, easiest uh, fixtures uh, going into the, uh, the the final two weeks. So if Karakur and um, Naf do slip up, I fully expect Sabah uh, to to catch them up and, and win the league against the odds. I think if you would have told anyone that uh, two months ago that Sabah uh, would uh, Win the title, maybe maybe they win the title. They wouldn't, they wouldn't believe you. But Faraki has, has done a good job turning their fortunes around. And uh, uh, yeah, as as Pejman said, uh, they have one of the strongest squads in, in the league. And uh, wouldn't be surprised if they actually won. If they actually won it. So guys, now we want to yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sorry, uh, and one more thing. Let's not forget that Sepahan is one of few clubs that actually is well managed. Uh, we can see that by players actually wanting to stay in the club. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, good receipts for for the management in the club, um, and they have a really good Sepahan uh, Novin, a young squad. So there's a there's an idea of you know having a good strong academy with a lot of young players, uh, such as Neft as well. Uh, but the young players coming up uh, and uh, uh, a mix with them and the experienced players. Uh, Although they have some have some major problems with their stadium that was supposed to be finished like a couple of years ago, this still uh, is far from finished. But uh, they're a club that uh, is well managed in Esfahan. So I think the other teams should watch and learn from Sepahan. What are they doing that make that makes uh, players want want to stay there? And they seem to be in harmony. So now we want to talk about the six teams that are, this is a really interesting thing with the regulation battles going on. Six teams are in a fight for survival, and there are only obviously two regulation spots in the IPL. Um, and this consists of right now Naf, the Masjid, Suleiman with 22 points, Rahan with 25 points, and Paykan with 25 points once again, and um, who currently lay in regulation playoff spot. Which also consists of Esagal Khuzestan, Malavan, and Gostadish Fulad, which they're all they're also in danger of getting relegated. So coming back to you, Pejwan, who do you think will get relegated and why? I think Nashtemas is Suleiman for sure. I mean they have won three games out of twenty eight. Uh, but you know, these kind of teams uh, all of a sudden in the last two games they, they get uh, uh, a, a new breath all of a sudden and become a different team but they still basically have to win both their games and considering that they have won three games out of 28 I can't I can't really see that happening even if they I mean no matter which team they would play against I can't I can't see Naftimatid Master Suleiman winning two games in a row which they haven't done since they were in uh, the Gun League that's my first pick uh, my second pick is, uh, I think, uh, uh, it's a tough one. Rohan, they've actually played some good football recently, but I haven't got, have got some results. But the question is, is would that be 
enough? Would they have, you know, uh, be cool enough to manage to get the other points? I think it's, it's somewhere between Estelar de Khuzestan and Rohan. I think Pekan will do it in the last game. Sina? Um, I agree with Pejman over Nakamasu Suleiman. I think, uh, you know, four points from safety, four points away from safety, and uh, their next game is a way to step up. And if they lose that one, then they are relegated. So uh, I can't see them, you know, I think it will take more than a miracle for them to stay up. So uh, they, for me, that they'd finish bottom. And uh, I think it's going to be Pekon who, who would get relegated. They haven't won a game since October. And uh, they're in a shocking run of form. They play out without confidence. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those forms that if you see it in, uh, in one of the leagues in Europe, they tell you, uh, it's, you know, it smells of relegation, more or less. So I think I think they'd uh, take the second relegation spot. Rohan, they've done they've done quite well since Farhad Kozemi coming in. He's, he's turned them around. They were fourth of the table uh, when he arrived, and now they're on points with Pekon and, and could very much um, get themselves out of that uh, relegation zone. But uh, I think for me personally, a special mention has to go to Malavan. They, they were the, they were yeah. at the bottom of the league. Um, you know, before the winter break, I think they only had eight or nine points. And uh, Firuz Karimi is the third manager, and since he's come in, he's really turned it around. They've uh, they won like three or four games in a row, something yes, like that. Yes, yeah, exactly. And um, I think they've done quite well. I mean, you watched them against SL. I watched them against SL not last game, the game before, and they were really organised and. Um, they're really frustrated us a lot at home and they ma- they managed to get a draw against Fulad as well last week so for me they're safe and as I've got Sanchez Fulad but uh, as Pejman said there's a lot of Khuzestan are in trouble but for me Paycon and Nafta are to be relegated so looking at these six teams which one would you say are the most underachieving ones and is that what you expect and where to be right now Pejman um, uh, just one thing, Paycon and Rohan are actually playing against each other next game. So basically, the winner of that clash will survive. It will be a lovely game to watch. Uh, but talking about the underachiever uh, from, from those clubs, uh, I don't know. I think we, we, we expected a lot of those teams to actually be down there. Paycon had a... Had a uh, idea of getting uh, good players from Estelad, J. Lloyd Samuel and Mehdi Ramati, and they had a, a couple of Nemi players, so they themselves expected to be higher up in the in the league. So for me, that's uh, that's a disappointment. But I I really didn't believe in the Pecon project from the beginning, so I'm not that surprised that they're still down there. I mean, they only managed to score. 13 goals that's that's less than a goal in each in in, in, a, in two games so 28 games 13 goals although let's not forget they have one of the strongest defenses that that's really strange they have let in 25 goals which is the least goals uh, conceded after full of the sun so Traktor and Naft and Sepahono and all other teams basically have uh, uh, conceded the same amount or more goals than Paycon. But you know, in football, you have to score more than you concede. So that's why Paycon are, are down there. Uh, so for me, Paycon is a big disappointment. Sina? 
Um, yeah, as, as uh, Pejman just said, I think they have been the biggest disappointment. Uh, especially when you're down there, you always look for goal scorers to to get yourselves out to get yourself out of trouble, and they have not. Um, considering they had a good start to the season at the beginning, I mean, they were, I think they were table. But uh, it started going downwards around November time, and uh, as I said, they haven't been able to win a game since then. So uh, I'm really disappointed by them. But another one is Malabon. I mean, we did say they're safe now, but um, they had a very good season last season under under the current Fulham manager, Dragon Scotchich. And um, although they they lost a lot of players, but um, I still expected them to do to do better. Uh, there was a, a few problems with a couple of players on the pitch. I mean, Mehdad Oladi kind of retired halfway through the season. Mazzar Zare also was walking walking off the pitch in one of the games. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was a real um, hectic situation. But he saved, a, he saved a great penalty when yeah, the keeper get, get a red card. So maybe yeah, he just needs to switch position. <laughs> So, but I think overall I was kind of disappointed by them as well. But uh, it's good to see them staying in. I think they're one of the uh, uh, well-supported clubs in the league and uh, they deserve to stay. Talking about disappointments, we saw last season Fula won the league and now they've slowly slipped away from top three. Are you disappointed by them, you guys? I'm going to start off this one with Sino. Um, a little bit. I think as defending champions, you, you would expect them to challenge for the title and they did so in the last uh, until the last couple of games. But when you go deeper into when you dig deeper, you realise that they've missed a lot of players since um, since January. I mean, uh, one of the top goals goal scorers in the first half of the season in the entire league was Sukhshadi, who we saw in the Asian Cup as well play for Iran. But uh, he hasn't been able to play since January because of uh, military service issues. Neither has Bakhtiar Rahmani, who's also had uh, injury problems as well, and a couple of other players too. Um, they've lost. They've also lost a, a few players, such as Sosha Makoni, who, who plays for Persepolis. I know he's had an absolutely horrible season, but uh, last season he was one of the top goalkeepers in Iran. Um, they've also lost uh, a few other players, such as Padovani, as well, one of the centre backs who currently plays for Naft, and their manager Hossein Afariki. So uh, there was a lot of uh, change uh, in the club, uh, but I think, as I said, when you dig deeper. Um, you wouldn't be as disappointed uh, as you would be but just looking at the table and comparing it to last season. And in regards to uh, their manager, I think uh, Scottish is one of the one of the good managers in, in the league right now and uh, I think they should stick with him uh, regardless of what happens this season. So, Pej, when talking about if you're disappointed by them, um, as right now Sina mentioned, Scottish, are you? how would you describe the job he's done with Fulad? Uh, good enough to stay in uh, Fulad uh, for another season or two at least. Uh, sure, we would love to see Fulad in the title race. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's uh, for for me. Fulad is a team that uh, have always have a couple of really good players, and if those players are not. Uh, either playing or maybe are injured or you know military problems or whatever uh, they, they, they can uh, slip down uh, but for me uh, I think uh, the main reason why teams such as Fulad uh, and maybe even Esterlal are 
are going down a little bit is is another Esfahani team that is that is uh, Zobahan uh, that have been an amazing team they haven't lost since October I think uh, and uh, are now in in fourth place in the, the Iranian league so it's not that that have been that bad it's more that a team such as Zobahan that all of a sudden became like a super team uh, in the second half of the season became so good uh, and Fulad also had some uh, games in the Champions League which took more energy than it, it gave them so they they lost both the Champions League and the title so I would say more that it's the experience that they will uh, have to deal with and it, it can all, they, hopefully they can benefit from it this, uh, next year being even stronger but uh, for me I really want want to talk more about uh, I really want to talk more about uh, Zobahan, or at least mention them that they have uh, been for me the best team in the second half of the season and now just being behind uh, the top three. Yeah, so just you just pinpointed about Zoban, which we're going to get to, which is our next topic of discussion under the guidance of um, Yaya Gold Mohammedi. You know, their team right now in great form, and they were just, they were just uh, a bottom six club, but then now reverted back into being a top four team, which is amazing. And that shows the stagger of work he's done. So coming off to you first, Sina, is that what have been the key points in this team under the guidance of Yaya Gold Mohammedi? Um, well, I think um, Pejitwan kind of uh, alluded to it. I think uh, he's done a great job in, in the second half of the season. First half of the season wasn't as great. Um, they were, I think, uh, bottom half of the table. But in the last uh, four or five months, especially after the winter break, he's, he's completely turned it around. and They play a very high-pressing football game because most of the players are young players and they have a lot of energy. And then you have the likes of Hossam Haddadifar, who's probably one of the best in the league in terms of sitting and spreading the game and uh, you know intercepting moves. So when you have that kind of player and a player like Mehdi Rajab Zadeh, who's 37, 38, but still going strong in 2009, I think it was when they reached the, uh, the Champions League final. Um, there's, there's a great mix in there. And um, we saw it against NAF a few weeks ago when they won 5-3 and they tormented the NAF uh, back line with quick counters with uh, a player named Kaber Rezai up front, who is one of the fastest strikers in the league as well. So they have the right combination to play the right football. And uh, a lot of people questioned his, his, his decision to go to Zobahan um, last summer when he left NAF to Tehran. But uh, I think that decision has been fully justified now, considering the football they play and uh, where they are in the league. And they were even challenging for a, um, for a top four finish. And they're also in the, uh, in the cup final as well. And they play NAF to Tehran, uh, uh, I think, in two or three weeks' time. So uh, they could very well end up fourth, and with the um, with the uh, Hasfi Cup in the bag as well, and uh, Champions League spot. So what a job he he's done if he if he manages to to achieve that. Petron, who are who are yours? Uh, notable standouts coming from Zobahan. Sorry, I didn't hear it one more time. The notable players that are coming out of Zobahan for you. Who who have they been this season? Uh, well, I think uh, Sina said it greatly, and uh, uh, 
Rajabzadeh, <laughs> an, an old favorite of mine. Um, I don't know if he's been the most notable one, but considering his age and considering how he still manages to score a lot of goals, uh, it's, it's uh, interesting for me. But uh, I will uh, this time actually pick out the coach, uh, Gol Mohammadi. He's, he's shown himself and maybe, just maybe, he could be interesting enough for a, a, a future spots in the Iranian national team being maybe maybe the, the on the 23s or maybe for like after Kairos, uh, he will have something to do. It's it's hard to say, but uh, I will this time pick up pick out the coach instead for for any player. So now, guys, this is our final discussion we want to talk about. With only two weeks left till the end of the season, which teams have been the over and underachievers for you, Sino? Well, uh, it's a tough. This it's a tough one. That one. Um, overachievers. I think the team that we've we've just spoke of. Um, Zobahan, I think um, when you look at the table right now, uh, considering where they were this time last season, I think it's a it's a fantastic uh, turnaround for them. Um, so, you know, for me, they they are the overachievers, and I think we should be seeing more from them next season. I mean, uh, as as we we just said, they have a very young squad. I mean, players, as I said, such as Kovarezai, Masoud Hassanzadeh is another one, the striker who uh, featured for for Team Men. In, in the last friendlies, Esana Pahlavan. You know these players are uh, these players play for Iran under twenty threes and play for Zobahan week in week out, and it's fantastic to see. Um, so yeah, for me they they are the overachievers. I think the underachievers are the first thing that we spoke of. Uh, Paris Police. I think it's uh, it's a really horrible uh, fall from grace uh, for them, considering they finished uh, runners up last season. And to see where they are now. I mean, some people were even talking of uh, a relegation battle. Um, I mean, if they would have lost last week and uh, you know a couple of games at the Drew, they would have very much been in the relegation battle. But uh, you know, they're, they're sitting in the table. And I think uh, when you when you look into how their season has gone uh, week in week out, I think it's been absolutely horrible. And um, hopefully, you can get better for them next season. What about for you, Pejman? Uh, well, yeah, of course, Zobahan, but I will actually say Zoba, uh, uh, sorry, Nafte Tehran, uh, because uh, they went they went into this uh, year's competition with you know okay they had a good uh, good results last year, but you know uh, would would it be good enough this year? They were even maybe even better, and that's. Even after losing two of their best defenders, Wuri uh, Agafuri and Mortaza Pural Ganji, relying relying heavily on, on, on young players such as Vahid Amiri and uh, Bayron Land in goal, uh, that's really overachieving, and still uh, managing to uh, get results in the Champions League and go to the next round. So for me, uh, that's uh, a huge overachiever. Um, the underachiever is. Is by far is Paris Police, uh, considering uh, the first of all what, what they were thinking of uh, uh, how to end, like at least in the top three, and uh, the players and the players that they had and uh, the ambitions and whatnot. So Paris Police, uh, I think, uh, 
Sinar summoned it greatly. Really, really poor. And they were not far from relegation just like four weeks ago. Which players caught your eye during the season? Sina? Um, there's, been a, there's been a few, but um, I think Adinho is one that I've already kind of mentioned. He's, uh, he played for Messi Kermon last season. Uh, although they were relegated, he was really in demand by pretty much all the top teams in the league. I mean, even Estelol were close to, to signing them. Designing him and uh, he shows to Traktor Sazi and he has a really, really good relationship with uh, Traktor fans and they love him over there and he's a top goal scorer with I think 18 goals now and uh, when you watch him, his movement, his uh, understanding of the game, the way he links up with uh, with uh, Traktor midfielders is, is absolutely fantastic. So uh, for me, he's been a highlight. Iman Ali as well uh, for, for uh, Naft is uh, one of those that kind of uh, goes unnoticed, but he's one of the, uh, I think, uh, maybe second or third uh, highest assists in the league. And uh, most of the goals that uh, Naf score uh, go through him. Even if he doesn't get the last touch before the goal, he he has some kind of say in the in the build-up play. But uh, out of the young players, I think in a lot of the young players have been mentioned in the uh, in the last few weeks. But um, one player that I want to mention, and ironically comes from Paris Police, is a player named Ahmad Nurullahi. Um, they had Reza Hayri at the defensive midfield the last season, but uh, he left, uh, was it, I think he was in winter, when he had a lot of problems with the, with the club. And uh, they brought in a player named Ahmad Nurullahi, and I think he's 21, if I'm not wrong. And uh, he's absolutely fantastic. He's, he's one of those defensive midfielders that you don't appreciate him unless you watch him closely and you see the job that he's doing. In a in a in a press police team that has been absolutely full of um, players who play out of form, you know, they don't deserve to play for press police if you want to say it that way. Nurullahi has been absolutely great, and I think we will hear a lot more from him. Uh, and uh, he will, he has a, he plays for. Uh, Iran under 23s. He played. He's played for the lower, uh, lower levels of, of uh, Iranian national team. So in in the next few years, I think we will definitely see more from him. What about you, Pejmar? Uh I would actually say Sajjad Shah was Zaleh, the goal scorer, the best goal for for Estelal. I think he scored 12 goals or something. I seen him play a couple of games. I mean, he really doesn't do much than score goals. But then again, that's <laughs> what he's paid for. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's been the, the best one in uh, Estelal. Uh, that uh, I would say he have uh, making the most out of the opportunities that he got. Shahwazadeh. So uh, for me. Yeah, it was uh, really fun and interesting to to see him grow, but uh, when we talk about uh, SLL, uh, nobody I think mentions Shahbazade as the best or biggest or most important player. But he's the one that scored most goals, and he scored like uh, a goal here, a goal there, and you know he's not really in. He's not he's not a game changer, or maybe that's his problem. But if he continues to to be this. Uh, uh, dangerous uh, attack or, or dangerous goal scorer like maybe Ruth van Nistelrooy. He didn't do much, but he he knew how to score. You know, uh, that that's uh, my answer to your question. 
And uh, the next question, which should be pretty an easy one, who was your uh, best foreign player of the season? Cena? Who was the, what, sorry? Foreign player. Best foreign player in the league. Oh, as I, you know, as I just mentioned, I think Edinho. Yeah, Edinho. There's, there's a few options. I mean, Edinho is one. Uh, Luciano, uh, mm-hmm. who I mentioned for uh, Sepahon, is another one. He scored six goals in the last four games, and he scored mm-hmm. a brace in the last two games as well. So... He's, he's one. And uh, SLR's uh, winger, Carol Josem, I think he, he's a controversial player, but uh, he's been influential for this SLR team. I mean, before the winter break, there was a few games when he was injured. There was He missed around three weeks, and SLR didn't, couldn't win in those three games because he's the one that links their game from midfield to uh, to attack. And uh, putting aside the controversies that he's been involved with, I think he's been one of the, uh, one of the good performers in the, uh, in the league. What about you, Pejman? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. By far, Luciano. I'm talking about Edinho. Uh, um, I think uh, Padovani have been really, Leandro Padovani for Naft have been uh, really crucial for his team. And uh, also, Fulot's player, uh, player uh, and, and I think he's called Nong. Uh, but he has like a artist name. Is it like Chuba or, or something like that? I don't quite remember. Uh, he scored some really nice goals and, and uh, he's a strong and fast player. But, of course, Edinho, Eder Luciano, damn it, by far, uh, number one. My final question to you guys is, if you had to choose one player this season in the Persian Golf League who was supposedly the best player in the league, who would that be? Tejman? The best player in the league? This season. Uh Caught me there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, I think like the best player in the league would be who's been most crucial for his team. That that's uh, how I, was, how I see it. And then maybe I would reach so far that say that Naft's goalkeeper Beron Vand, who's uh, despite his young age and despite his uh, I would say inexperience, still is a really active goal player. Uh, yeah, he, he he talks a lot with his players and and uh, have them under his control. But I think he's just one of many. But Bayernland, uh, why not? Sina, um, I agree. I think when it comes to these type of things, you have to look uh, at who can potentially win the league and who's been their main main player. Um, as Pejman said, Bayernland has been really important to them. Uh, the, there's also another, a couple of other names in, in the NAF team, I think. One of them is Ali Reza Zati, the captain who I've already mentioned. He's, he's been, the, I think, the most consistent player in the NAF, NAF team this season. And uh, he's been really crucial for them, as has been Vahid Amiri. He's, he's always a threat when he plays. Um, he scores goals from a left-wing position that he plays. And uh, he's one of the best players in the league, and it's because of those performances in the in the NAF shirt that he got the uh, the attention from Carlos Queiroz, and he played for Timeli in the Asian Cup. But when you look at Traktor uh, Sazi, for example, that again Edinho, he's one that is mentioned. Habib Gordani as well, their captain. Although he's a left back, I think off the pitch he's, he's been influential. Putting aside the uh, this issues that he's had with the club in the last couple of weeks, uh, I think he's been important. So yeah, I think those names will definitely be be, uh, uh, be mentioned. I mean, if Sepahan does win, uh, does win the league, uh, 
we've already mentioned a few names such as you know Khaladbari, Navid Kia. But uh, Hadi Agili is another one. He's uh, he's one of the best centre backs even now in in the league. And um, if they do manage to win it, I think he will be another one uh, with a shout. Thank you. I appreciate you guys coming on, giving your insights. Thank you guys. And um, once again, if you guys want to like our page on Facebook, subscribe to us. We will greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment and stuff. And once again, thank you, Sina. Thank you, Pejron, for always giving your great insights and opinions. We really appreciate it. Have a good day. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Bashan. Great work. Cheers, guys.